and there is Hans looking extremely colourful. All if right. If you're listening, he's wearing a bright orange sweater. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've gone from uh, wearing black and grey all of a sudden to put a fleece on because the weather is actually what it should be in lockdown, which is raining and miserable, versus what it has been in lockdown, which is an absolute beautiful sun shining, almost hitting 20 degrees. So, yeah, a bit more chillier today. Yeah, got some British weather. It is horrible outside. Yeah. Right, where are we? We are on day two. It is Tuesday. Mm. Day two, and Tuesday. Week, Go for it, this yeah. This week we're talking about how you put together a course. Um, we start talking about putting together an expert fund based on your expertise, your skills, and your knowledge last week. And we talked then on the Friday, I believe it was, about the perfect product, the perfect way to start selling your expertise as a product rather than a service, rather than consulting, rather than being paid per hour of your time, instead packaging all of that information into a product. And that's what we've been diving into this week. And we're going to continue doing so until Friday. Um, how we put together a masterclass, a workshop of um, your particular knowledge I'm going to turn that off. So, Hans, you take over while I turn. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. I'd probably like a microwave or oven or something. Um, dishwasher. Oh, dishwasher. Nice. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, that's cool. And so, essentially, we, we, we're speaking about the fact that with your course being the first entry point as part of your expert funnel and just bring it all together yesterday we spoke about very much what your course needs to be about what's the basic idea of the course we spoke about validating that idea using different mechanisms and then the principle of getting a minimum viable product ready so that we don't spend six months creating this course we create, iterate, create, iterate as we go along. So where are we today? Now we're actually going to dive into uh, what should the course include? What's going to be included in the course? How to get your first draft or ideas down on paper? And what's a formulaic structure that we can use that that makes the course digestible, consumable, uh, not only for the end user, your potential client down the line, but also a way for you to present the course very simply in a way that's um, easy for you, especially if this is your first course. So mm -hmm. uh, for people who have created courses before, the the idea becomes quite automatic. You know, they know the formula in their head, they know the structure they like to use, but this is a good starting structure and then you can evolve it and get creative uh, from that point onwards. So that's where we are today. We're, we're very much... Um, building up the course from from the start point a to a to z um, but before we do that if you have not yet joined the slack group please come and join myself and kyle in the slack group that is in the link and the comments below uh, what, what what's essentially going to get there you're going to have the conversation around online business around digital marketing and a place for you to have your questions answered with anything that's related to what we speak about in the bbo show anything so this week it may be okay i've got my course idea um i've done this 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 to validate it what's your thoughts is that enough information to get started and we may say yes or we may give you a suggestion on one other place that might be 
you may be able to validate it that we haven't even mentioned um, because the idea of the BBO show is not to overwhelm you, it's to give you a couple of pathways so you can start to implement your idea and make revenue from your online business. That's the key here. So that's the, that's the Slack group. Uh, so if you haven't joined yet, jump on in. Um, so Carl, where, where do you want to start today uh, with the concept of starting somebody creating their first ever course? Sure. So you and I have made courses together um, and I've made prior to working with you, I've made a few courses myself as well. Um, over doing this, over this process, I've come up with a way um, to produce courses, to get the content out on paper, to order, sort the content and then turn that into lessons um, and modules. This is not going to be the best method for everybody, but it is a method. It's a way to get started. As Hans just said, on the BBO show, instead of absolutely everything you can possibly do um, for each stage. We just want to give you something that works so you can start moving on it. Um, and then, yeah, sure, by the time you've completed it, you might be thinking, well, no, I shouldn't have done it that way. This way is better. And that's fine because you would have at least gone through the process instead of sitting there thinking, what's the best way to do this? We just need you to get moving. Mm. Um, um, of uh, creating the course content over today and tomorrow, um, which works for us. It works for a lot of people we've worked with and it will work for you. Not going to be the perfect method, but it's a way to get this done. Um, so let's dive in because there's a lot to cover. Yeah. So, okay. So this first section is very much going to be focused on uh, what's the journey that your uh, the person watching your course will go through? What's their starting point? Uh, and taking them from the starting point, which is A, to the end point, which is B. Let's call it A to B, as if we're taking a journey, as if we're planning uh, a journey on a road mapper or Google Maps or something like that. Here we are right now. Where do we take ourselves from where we are right now or where your customer is to the end destination, which is normally referred to as B. So we're going to take somebody from A to B. And once they get to B, they would have achieved their goal, their learning outcome uh, and their desired result. That's that's important here. So how do we take them from where they are now to achieving that de desired result? That's the focus of this first section. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people get confused or they they overcomplicate this process and they start to add in lots and lots of different components without really sitting down to think okay what is a what is b mm. where are people now what is their problem and we've been talking about this problem statement again and again what is the problem they're trying to solve and then what is the end result what's that b what is what's there that by the time they get to b they can look back on their journey and think okay I'm happy with that pro pro with that progress. I've gone from A mm. where I was. I had a problem. Now I'm at B. Great. What are those two points? What is A and what is B? And people forget to mark these down, um, or we make them too generalised. We have talked again and again and again about the problem statement of your business and what you do as a business owner, an expert, to help people solve that problem. So you should already know your point A and your point B. Again, make sure you write them down. This is your problem and the solution. And then the course itself is going to be how we get people from A to B. Yeah. So, um, so I would suggest you even write that down at the top of your paper. So as you mm -hmm. build out and as you follow um, Kyle and myself through this this uh, session today, the BBO show today, it's it doesn't leave out of mind. Because one of the challenges that will happen is as you start this process, you're going to want to talk about lots of different topics, which mm -hmm. may divert 
the user, the, the person consuming your information and your education away from their original problem. If you take them away from their original problem, they're going to feel like they're not getting result here. There's no progression. They got to point B and they're now off in the distance, whereas their problem is still all the way back there, which hasn't been solved. So it's worth just keeping that highlighted. You know, you can put it on the wall, you can put it on the top of your piece of paper mm -hmm. as you start to work through this. So we don't divert. Uh, that's that's probably a challenge that may come up. Um, mm. It comes up a lot and it's a really useful thing to, as you say, actually have written out and stuck on your computer or stuck on the wall. Um, so whenever you do hit a snag point, you're like, ah, is this useful? Should I be talking about this? You can just look at your point A and your point B and mm. your mission is to get people from A to B. And then you can look at that and think, well, is it relevant for that? Is that going to get people to B? And if not, leave it out. Um, mm. But we'll be getting to that on um, editing later. Um, but yes, we recommend you write them out, stick them on the wall. And it seems really simple. It seems like a silly thing to do. Um, and it seems pointless for it to be covering this. But it's probably one of the most important things you can do yeah, to have critical. this clear idea. Yeah, yeah. It, it defines a very actionable course to a one that's very fluffy, just full of stories and maybe mm -hmm. not quite actionable. So with that being said, the best courses uh, and the best form of education, the best masterclasses are able to distill these stories, these myths, these things that are subjective, these opinions, these ideas, and turn those into actionable, objective, results-orientated outcomes for um, the, the, the listener, the, the, the person who's consuming the information. So that's the best kind of courses where somebody leaves it and they think, well, okay, I'm better off or way better off after, after attending that. It wasn't too advanced, but it wasn't too basic. I got enough action points to improve me as a person within whatever that expert niche is. So that's the best kind of courses. That's something we want to aim for. Um, and it, it, and again, that's not, uh, and hopefully once you go through today's show, you will, will be able to have almost some, uh, KPIs or metrics to make sure you don't sway too far away from that. And your course isn't just full of uh, fluffy general advice that somebody mm -hmm. at the end of it has a end destination and they feel great about that end destination. Yeah. I mean, think about any uh, talk you've been to any kind of public speech where somebody's talking and they they're, maybe they're likable they're charming they're funny they kind of tell some interesting stories but at the end you leave and it's like well that was that was nice that was interesting they seemed fine um i didn't really get much from that so the tendency when a lot of us um, do teach or whenever a lot of us talk is we talk about ourselves way too much um, and we don't make what we're talking about applicable to the people who are listening the mm. best speakers can so that speakers can take their personal stories and use those personal stories to um to help other people mm. by extracting the lessons so it's rather than the uh getting into the minutiae and the detail of the story it's more about okay this is what happened for me um, this is what I learned from it, and this is what you can learn from it. And we're going to be using stories in that way, in a more systematic way. Yeah, rather, um, so than, spe rather than speaking about themselves or, um, you know, like for the first 45 minutes of the presentation. Yeah, so, yeah, when I was this age, I did yeah, this. I remember. I, yeah, I remember <laughs> this, and I survived this, and I did this, and I did this, and now I drive a Lamborghini. So it's all of that kind of stuff uh, which we want to avoid. Um, yeah. Yes, it's important to include things about yourself um, there's a reason for that as well but make it about helping the other person that's really the core message from the start of what we've been speaking about today 
and we want to give people a step-by-step -step system or framework to go from A to B. So they mm. should be able to look and think, okay, I'm at an a, a now, I want to get to B. These are the steps, one, two, three, or one, two, three, four, five. Um, instead of you delivering a rambling monologue about how you did it, we are going to distill that into a series of steps and a system. And if you look at the best um, or the, some of the most popular books and um, courses and products out there, they tend to do this. They tend to give you a, a framework and they give you a structure that you can work through in order to get to your goals. Yeah, I think that's like, if you used to take one thing away from this and when you're thinking about putting your course together, it's very much this, which is uh, systems sell models sell frameworks sell because it allows somebody to take this uh this abstract idea these jigsaw pieces which are floating around their mind or around the world wide web and it allows it to be packaged up into a a b c one two three uh a to b destination which is essentially the steps which somebody can go through uh, and a system that if they go through the steps once they can use that system again and again and again it becomes uh replicable it becomes uh easily easily teachable but also consumable for themselves so if they're in a in another weird situation which is applicable they can say ah well actually i've got this system that i can use again and again so that's the key here so systems sell so think about that as another concept for when you're putting your course together rather than um a a hundred piece jigsaw Put the make the idea that the jigsaw is com you you will complete this jigsaw puzzle by the end of this course. So that's that's the system that you want to be sharing with your end users. Mm -hmm. So what we want you to be doing is creating a framework, creating a system of your ideas. You have all this expertise in your head, um, but as it is, if if it's just a big jumble, it's not very useful to people. So we're gonna quickly walk you through how you create a framework or a system from those ideas if you already teach if you ever um, if you do public speaking or training of any type you're probably doing this already um, but if you're not here's a quick uh, a nice simple way to do this um, yeah and, so, and I think many people are not public speaking or or, or they mm, they are from the framework of or they come from the the uh, more of the the skeptical side which is what we discussed last week and this week which is i'm not a teacher this is not my business um so as a reminder the reason we are teaching this content is not to become an educator as such but instead is to form a masterclass where we are presenting uh, our users with hey look this is our knowledge this is a system we use to get the results that we get and here it is available for you uh, to consume and digest. So think of it as a masterclass, not the fact that you are a teacher walking into a school, uh, lecturing on a specific subject. They're, they're, they sound similar, but there's a bit, of a, a bit of a difference here because the masterclass's aim is to sell your premium product, your core product later down the line, whereas the educator's role is to make money from educating. So there's, two, there's a big difference there, although it can be... Uh, seem to be exactly the same thing, but the end result is slightly different for you, the person creating the course. Um, so we're, if you're we're thinking... using education as a means to an end rather than the end itself, whereas an educator, a teacher teaches for the sake of teaching, that's their job. That's exactly. what they for. So to we're make that... A method. Oh, absolutely. So that, to make that method easier, um, we've, got a, we've got a series of steps to help you build out your framework, 
your system or your model can be described in different ways. Uh, whichever word uh, feels right to you, then that's the word. I am, I am today with Carl and Harms, I am creating my system. I am learning how to create a framework. I'm learning how to put my information into a model. So that's, that's really what we're here to do. So Carl, I guess the question is, how do we refine all of the stuff we know to put it into mm -hmm. a system? Okay, first step is we're going to use that psychological exercise once again. The um, If I am sitting with somebody who's just graduated from high school or university, how would I, if, if they ask me, how do I do what you do? How do I become what you are? What steps would I give them? And we're going to start wide. We'll start with, okay, these are the 10 steps you need to do. You need to get this qualification. You need to learn how to do this. You need to... Um, the knocking on the door of 100 people a day or whatever it is. You need to get these steps down. First, get um, the steps from A to B in about 10 steps. So that's a lot. That's a really wide um, and quite detailed process. So that's 10, 10 steps first. Now, refine it. How do we go from A to B in nine steps? This should be quite easy. You should be able to look at one and be like, uh, actually, this one's not that essential. We can just remove this. Or, this, yeah, this one's optional or not really relevant for everybody. So we've refined from 10 steps down to nine steps, A to B in nine steps. Then we're going to do it again. We're going to go to eight, then seven. It's starting to get harder now, then six. And now it's really starting to get tough. We've almost cut out half of the things we initially said you need to do. But this is the process of really... Um, refining what it is that really needs to be done for somebody to go from A to B. Mm. Um, and it's a challenging uh, exercise to go through, but we just remove them one at a time, one at a time. It's if someone had a gun to your head and they said, okay, out of these ones, which one can you afford to lose? We're talking about that kind of level of, I just need to choose one. I just need to choose one. But as we do, we will naturally find the hierarchy of the things that are actually the most important. Mm. We're going to keep going until we've got it down to depending depending on the complexity around three to five steps um that's i find that's kind of a good number um any more and it gets a bit confusing for people it's too much to hold in the head if you get it to three four five steps that's something that people can remember um and something that is people can hold the whole concept in their head at the same time yeah so, so just a question then are these steps going to form the steps within the course or what is, what is the exact purpose of what we're doing here sure they are um we're going to move on to that very shortly mm, um, okay. but the basic idea is we've got people at a we need to get them to b um what steps are required to do that and, and ideally we want three to five steps once we've ideally but it's much easier to think of you know the 20 steps or the 10 steps um and then from there, we start to refine it down, 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 down. If you already know the three steps, fantastic. That's great. Um, but generally, making a complex topic, getting from A to B in your particular expertise, that is a lot easier to start with a large laundry list of things that people need to do. And then we're going to be cutting it down. Mm, okay, that's it. great. So, um, so talking about a model and a system, this is now a visual representation of what Carlos spoke about there. We want to get somebody from A to be within this course. B is the result, the outcome, them achieving the goal here. So what we're saying is what steps are most important? And the first stage will be to draft out 10 steps as if you're having coffee with somebody, which is, you know, okay, well, actually when I started my career, let's give me an example, I started my career, I had to do this, 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 this. 
this, 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 in this pretty much this order. There was a bit of overlap, but it was this order. And great. Now the person sitting there thinking, oh man, that's a lot of steps. Um, I just, I just think that'd be overwhelming. So right for you, uh, I'm, you know what, I've got kids, uh, I'm married, um, my wife's pregnant, or uh, I've just come out of uni, haven't got much cash. So, okay, those 10 steps are all right for you, but it's not all right for me. So how do we then take it from that scenario and make it even simpler for them? So what Kyle is saying, let's, let's go through a process of elimination where we start to identify which steps are most important which means what steps can we get rid of uh, and then work our way down. So we have, you know, three to five core steps, which now when you say to the person over coffee, actually, no, if I was to, if I was to go back in time and say there was three to five steps, which were the most important, it would be these. Now that person's suddenly thinking, oh my God, okay, now this is a bit more achievable. So we, we want the person to feel like the course that you're creating is achievable it's not going to be overwhelming and that somebody like them can do it. That's, that's a, that's a good place to have somebody f- fit, uh, once that that's a good end destination for them. Uh, actually this is something I can do. Yep. And then they're more likely to start. If you mm. give them 17 things they need to do, what, what's the likelihood of them doing any of them is very low because yeah. they'll see all 17 and be like, oh, it's a lot of work. We're making it as easy as possible for them to get started. I think it's three to five because we have five fingers or four fingers and a thumb. Mm. So you can say, okay, it's one, two, three, or it's one, two, three, four, five. Whereas if you're like, all right, there are, there are 12 simple steps and you're like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like if you start going on to multiple hands, yeah, uh, I think you psychologically lose people. So three to five steps is nice. It's a mm-hmm. nice number. Whereas if you have two steps, that's not really, it doesn't feel like a process at that point. It's just like, these are the two things you should do. That said, if you can get it down to one, if you can get it down to two, if there is one factor for your success, this is something that's really useful to know. Um, that does not necessarily um, make a course. That's just you saying there's one thing you need to do. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be an extremely important theme um, underlying all of your work, really. If you can narrow your success down to one thing, um, then wow. I mean, that's extremely powerful. But for the process of writing a course, we're looking for three to five steps because we want to guide people through the process Mm. and i'll just add a uh, like a side note there which is if you do end up with just one item then i would say and and you can't think of any other steps then jump into the slack group because what we may be able to do is go through a process of questioning with you which says okay there's literally only one thing to my success okay great but what three to five things within that step Mm. when broken down allowed you to achieve like made that step possible so it's about then getting granular with somebody um and breaking that step down even further so uh, just bear that in mind but sometimes it needs a questioning process to help you uh, break that down because for most people it's uh, especially if you haven't taught it in the past it's no this is this is the one step that's all i had to do uh, let's just say for example i had to just read 30 books okay once i read 30 books everything in my world changed for me Okay, great. That's that one step. But what was the process in reading that 30 books? Uh, how did you extract the information? Uh, how did you note take? So that becomes uh, forming the course around that one step. Um, so that's a just a, just a deep dive. If somebody is stuck and they say, actually, no, Carl, I've only got one step. What do I do? 
absolutely come to the group and we'll talk about it mm. if you've got it down to one though great that's something that's really valuable if you know the one factor for your success yeah fantastic that's going to be handy um in underlaying all of your content so um as you probably know we use a five-step system a five-step framework when we are teaching uh, digital marketing so it's just a really, example yeah it's a useful example um just to kind of frame this so you have a real world example so we use baton which again that's a hand it's very hard to do when the camera's uh, reversed yeah so. <laughs> you've got to think in reverse and speak in normal uh, so yep. yeah so we have um b business that is working out what value you're creating for what market that's step one you have a audience um which is telling the world about the value that you've created we have t for tribe which is finding the people amongst the audience who actually care about the value you've created we have o for offer which is um, monetizing and generating revenue from um, selling the value that you're creating and then we have network which is about scaling up all of the rest of this into a sustainable and automatic online business. Um, so that's our framework, B-A-T-O-N, baton. So mm-hmm. fits on hand. If I was suddenly like, okay, it's baton so or whatever, if it got long and longer and I had more and more hands, this would be even harder to do. Like right now, yeah. doing it mirror on the webcam is hard enough. But it, it would also be, I mean, joking aside, it would also be harder for the listener grasp that model if it had seven eight ten steps it's, it's too much um, yeah. you'd need a mnemonic just to remember it all whereas baton that's nice and easy b-a-t-o-n done mm. yeah f- f- so it's familiar to somebody the word baton or the acronym baton it's familiar to somebody but you know the acronym is not the key here the key is the fact that we're taking a large subject like online business and compressing it into a system which is called a baton system or the framework or the model which within there has five key steps, five key areas. Now, if we think about, okay, but but that's not good. Surely those five steps alone are not going to allow somebody to learn everything about online business. And yeah, 100% you're right. But remember where we are positioning this, and this is a diagram for the other day, is entry-level products. That's the key here. Um, the core, the premium. So for me, Carl, the premium may be somebody pays us to come consult with them or host a workshop. The core might be the agency work uh, or somebody comes and attends one of our more uh, expensive uh, courses, something which is more specialized, something which is more detailed um, within the baton framework. But the first thing is to allow them the understanding of what, what, how can we compress the learning of online business into a system, a five-step process, uh, which is the battle model. So that's that's using an example of, of us having created it. So you've got an example of, okay, what does an end system look like um, based on yeah. based on that process of elimination? I'm just thinking of um, uh, Daniel Priestley, his key person of influence is another example of a system. So we use BATON, B-A-T-O-N, because it's a nice acronym, it's a word, um, and it also fits our framework. He has the five Ps, um, mm. which I'd argue is less easy to remember, but it, it's, a nice, um, it's a nice system too. So he has pitch, publish, product, profile, and partnership the five Ps. So that's another example of a model. Um, And that is framework on which he hangs his whole book, um, his courses, his trainings, everything to do with the key person of influence, which is 
uh, one a book that he's published. So that's another example. And I'm sure if you look through any um, popular business, personal development um, book, you will find similar systems, similar frameworks, um, because it's a very popular method of delivering information in a systematic way. Um, and yeah. we highly recommend you do it. We've just covered how to do that, which is we're going from A to B, start with a big kind of brain dump. These are the things you need to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then, okay, which one can we remove? Oh, we don't need that. Or this one's not an essential. Or this one is kind of situational. It doesn't really count now. And we do that again and again and again and again until we've passed it down and we only have three to five. Um, hmm. So that's the method we use um, in order to build out a system. If it has an acronym, great. Doesn't really matter. Um, but if you can make it catchy, that's going to help with the marketing. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's think about the next stage. So we've now narrowed it down, like Carl said, to the core steps. What are the most important steps um, which I would like to share people within the system? Digestible, consumable, understandable, uh, and a great entry point. That's the key here. We need an entry point, not an overwhelming point. That's the, that's that's important. So if okay, so the next thing we consider is before we get into what exactly uh, we want to talk about within each step, it's useful to know a structure beforehand because often people fall into the trap. And again, there's no right or wrong. This is one methodology. People often fall into the trap of saying, okay, great. I've got all this information I want to want to talk about and then trying to put that information into a structure. Whereas what we're saying is, let's give you a structure and a framework to plug your message in for, in the first instance. And that way, when you start to draft your ideas, it becomes a lot easier knowing that you need to put these ideas into this structure. That's the core That's here. Nice. Uh, and those structure starts to fit into each of these steps. So step one, two, three, four, five will have its own structure attached to it. And the structure can be exactly the same for each single steps. So Carl, what's a great starting structure uh, for somebody certainly building out their first course? I mean, that being said, we use this structure for our seventh course, eighth course, ninth course. It's a great way to present information. Yeah, so basically we're gonna take those three steps or those five steps and each one's gonna become a module. Um, that's kind of it. Uh, we will obviously have an intro and an outro section uh, before and after, but the short version is exactly that, is if you have three steps, you're going to have three modules. If you have five steps, you're going to have five modules. And because right now, I mean, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, because right now we're just producing a very short course, we're producing a masterclass, each one of these modules is basically one video. So if you have three steps, you're going to have three videos. If you mm. have five steps, you can have five videos. That's it. We do not need to overcomplicate it at this moment. Yeah, that that's, and I think that's the key. Um, so this structure, which we're going to show you and explain to you in a moment is, is very much one, this framework applies to video number one. Video number one is step number one. Okay, this framework applies to video number two, applies to again the step number two so it's it becomes a an approach where you just copy and paste copy and paste copy and paste okay so let me just dive into what would that shape look like and then we can expand on that slightly as well and how we fill it fill those modules so the key here is to number one is have 
think about your course as start, st we're now starting to shape the course and we want the idea to have an introduction, the steps and the conclusion. So what we're doing is we're taking the three steps now and we're, some people like to call it a top and tail. So uh, I was, I'm going to sketch this out in a moment, but think about your course as this, right? I know I've got three steps. Let's, let's, um, let, okay. For the purpose of this, let's stick with five uh, and use the baton model as an example. Okay. So we've got five steps. Now it wouldn't be great for the user to start step one immediately. So what we want to do is explain to them the entire process that they're going to go through, what the journey will look like. And this is typically known as an introduction. So in front of the step number one is an introduction video. And I'll sketch this out in a moment when Carl talks through the next section. Introduction. Now, once somebody has completed those five steps, for example, B-A-T-O-N, they've completed the five steps, then we have an outro, we have a conclusion, we have a wrap-up model. Just like we would have in a book, we would have an introduction, we would have chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, chapter five, and then we would have a conclusion, a summary, and a wrap-up. So think about this, right? I've got my core product or my core steps, and I'm going to have a top and a tail. That top and a tail will be an introduction and a conclusion or an outro or an out. There's not there's not outroduction, but it's an outro. Uh, what's the what would be the correct word for that? Because you've got an introduction, a conclusion, or I call it a summary generally. Summary generally, yeah, and it's and it's a wrap up. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, the basic version of that, uh, if you was to say, okay, what would be in my introduction? very simple number one is uh i would say uh here's here's what i'm going to tell you okay so here's what you're going to learn here's the problem and here's what you're going to learn to solve that problem that's important and i'm going to be telling you this in a five-step process and then you very quickly just summarize the topics or the titles of those five steps so we would do it in terms of right business is this audience is this tribe is this offer is this network is this and we would then maybe talk, I, I was in the introduction, I, was, I would mention yourself. So if you just add another additional point, again, this is optional, I would mention, mention yourself, what you do, why you're choosing to share this uh, course with them, and a little bit of your background. Why that's important is very much for uh, what's known as edification. Your, it's self-edification, but it's giving somebody the reason to to trust that the information you're going to give them is going to be valuable. So you're just saying, look, without boasting, but you're saying I'm the expert in this space because of this, 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 and this. And that would allow the listener to say, okay, I trust these guys. Um, it's no different to me and Carl saying, uh, we've been uh, consulting with clients for combined now, maybe 15, 16 years combined consulting with clients, uh, running educational workshops, etc. So that would then say to the user, or the listener, okay, actually, these guys know what they're talking about. Let me, I'm excited now to listen to step one. Um, so give them a, another reason to step, because some people are, some people operate in that sense. You know, they are motivated because somebody else is an expert. Not interested why that's the case. We just, we just would include that element. And then what we do as a final section of that introduction is we just wrap up. Um, okay, so just as a wrap up, we know what we're going to be covering today. This is what I've told you. Now let's get into it. And then you would naturally move over to the next section. Um, so just as a summary there, what we would have is introduction, 
steps one, two, and three of that particular module, and then we would have a conclusion. Uh, and again, I'll sketch this up as, uh, as Carl, you talk about the next section, just so they've got a, a picture and a almost like a tabulated format of what this looks like. Yep. Um, so this isn't rocket science. If you have three steps, it's going to be three core, mo core modules and then intro and outro. That's mm. kind of it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be using that framework um, in the next section where we are starting to capture ideas um, about our experience, our stories, our skills, etc. And, and then we're going to be putting that into this larger framework of introduction steps one, two, three, four, and five, or however many steps you have, and conclusion. Yeah. All right. So. Um, filling in the modules, there are the first stage, what we're going to be covering for the most of today is about just getting all of your ideas out of your head and onto paper or into your computer. We, this is the creative portion. We don't want you to self-edit. We don't want you to stop. Um, we want you just to get everything down, whether it's relevant or not. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking more about how you, uh, you begin to filter how you edit, how you choose the content that should be in your course. So right now we're just promoting just creativity. There's no wrong things to write down. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to take a piece of paper or you can set up a Google doc. It's up to you. Um, I prefer paper just because I find it's easier to not self edit when you're writing with a pen. Whereas if you're writing in a, a word document or Google doc, it's very tempting to kind of you know, press backspace, delete things that don't make sense. Um, whereas on paper, once it's written, it's written. Um, and then we're going to start with step one. So we're not starting with the introduction. We're starting with step one. So you have three steps. You're going to eventually have three bits of paper. If yeah. you have five steps, you're going to have five bits of paper. But we're starting with step one. And we're just going to brainstorm and get everything we can down. Um, I would suggest at the top, you put the name of the step plus... Um, what the, the rough learning outcome is. So for us, it would be step one, business, creating something of value for the market. I'd just put that at the top of the paper. And then I'm just going to get everything on the page. Now, what, what do I mean by everything? There's a lot of things we can write down here. Um, first up, I would define what does success look like? So how am I defining, um, how am I defining success in this module? So this is a good way to frame uh, the module. So if it's creating something of value for the market, how do I, I need to define what value is, I need to define what market is, and I need to define what finding value in the market is. Uh, yeah. So again, I'm just writing down ideas here. Then I'm going to move on to things like methods. What are some of the methods I would use professionally in order to achieve this? Um, this might be tools. Um, so technical tools that you have out there, they might be physical tools, they might be skills. So being able to analyze data, for example, this is all going in, just everything that is connected. So methods, tools, skills. Then I'm going to start moving out of the objective into things like stories. Um, I'm not going to write the whole story on a bit of paper. I'm going to write one or two words just to capture the essence of the story so that mm. I know if I read that word later, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what that's talking about, obviously. Um, then I'm going to put down facts, figures, research that I kind of know of. I'm not going to stop to find footnotes. I'm not going to stop to find the exact figure. If I know roughly uh, what it is, I'm just going to get it down on the paper and I will do the fact checking later. Again, this is just about creativity. Um, I'm going to add things which help build empathy. So when did I personally 
me first work out this problem? How did I get over this step initially? This is connected to stories, but it's a special type. Um, it's about building empathy. Um, and then I would move on to things like common stumbling blocks. Uh, what did I find difficult when I first did this, when I first completed this step? What are common problems other people have when they're doing this? And then I would write down things like how to get through these common problems. Are there solutions? The basic idea is just to get everything you can down on paper. I've just given you a rough framework. So that's what success is, methods, tools, skills, stories, and anecdotes facts and figures, um, how you worked out yourself, common stumbling blocks and common uh, solutions to those stumbling blocks. That's like a nice framework I like to use, but really it's going to depend on you and what you think about the subject, how you're going to be teaching it, um, but just get yeah. everything down. Now. Yeah, I love that. And that's that's really to give you some prompts and ideas to get your mind working and saying, okay, uh, okay, how do I get started? Right, what are the tools? Uh, what were my methods? Uh, is there any stories related to that situation or that scenario that I went through? And I think uh, Carl spot on. So as he was speaking there, uh, he, he very much said, and I'll reveal this in a moment, he said, get, get it all down on paper. So he would use paper. I like to use a Word doc or a uh, Google doc. I, I'm, I'm more of a typer than a writer. I think I've completely forgot how to write. Um, over time. Some people like, um, uh, honorable mention here, some people like to use mind maps. Um, mm. and you can do a mind map on paper or you can do a mind map um, on computer as well. However you get your ideas down, it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. So now if we take that that scenario of um, getting the information down, just check the bottom of the screen there. Um, now we plug that in. The, the next stage will be to plug that in to the steps. So I just want to reiterate what I spoke about in, in the first section, which is Okay, what does each section look like? Okay, well, if we if we have the end in mind, it very much helps um, know where that information is going to go into, rather than think about what is the rather than get everything down based based on oh uh, what how would this look like in the end? Well, actually, this is how it looked like. So each step, so for example, step one, that's the title of that particular step. We'll have an introduction. We'll have a core message, which is. A step A, step B, step C, however you want to describe that in there, and then a conclusion or a wrap up or an outro. Now I've numbered these because it's it's important to do it in this method, uh, which which often people uh, get confused because they think, okay, let me write the introduction. Now they try to fit the message into the introduction, whereas we're saying get 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 it all down, which will then get converted into your core message within that particular step. ABC again digestible that produces a conclusion and now once we have all of that it's very easy to write the introduction down so as an example uh, when we do the today's course for example uh, today's BBO show and in the description below is what you will learn now what we don't do is write that what you will learn section down first and then build the course and information or the today's show off the back of that. That's not how we do it. We will draft a set of notes and that will then form the introduction. The introduction for us is a brief statement, uh, which is what we're, gonna, what we're gonna talk about today on today's show. So it's about ordering things in a sequence that will best help put this course together. Um, I think that's the, that's the key here. Um, so there's, there's two real big steps there that we spoke about, Carl, wasn't it? 
Yeah. So personally, I think um, working out the order, it's good to know what mm -hmm. the final structure is going to look like. But right now, we're just talking about getting ideas down. Yeah. Um, so that's useful, showing that diagram. But try to not think about that at the moment. Um, I, right gonna... now, we're just, we're just getting everything down on paper. You don't need to be thinking about structuring out that lesson. Um, that's going to be coming in the next section when we start to edit. We start to fit things into um, into a syntax, into a script that we're going to be using going forward. Um, so while it's useful to know the eventual structure, during the creative process, um, during the process of getting everything down on paper, don't do not start structuring things. Um, yes, agree. we just need to get everything on page right now, um, and then we're going to be doing that editing later. Um, mm. So that's why it's quite useful just to have. This is why um, mind maps are really useful because you can just kind of go all over the place, um, and you're not necessarily thinking, okay, this needs to go in front of this, this needs to go here, uh, or I need to back up this with a story, etc. We're going to be doing that later. Right yes. now, just everything to do with the topic that you can think of that might be useful goes on a bit of paper. And yeah. we're going to do that for each of the steps. So we have step one, we have step two, we have step three. These are going to be your modules eventually. Um, so if it was baton, we'd have uh, one page that's just full of things about business. Um, so tools, methods, anecdotes, facts, figures, etc. Just as much as I can get down on paper. The second page is going to be audience. The third yeah. page is going to be tribe. Fourth is going to be offer and fifth is going to be network. So I'm, I'm going to end up with lots of scribbles, lots of notes. And then later, we're going to be taking those um, and distilling them and getting them into order. Um, but right now, just for each of the modules in your, um, in your eventual course, we're just going to be getting down based on these prompts that we just went through um, as much information as we can. Mm, absolutely. So agree. So what's, that's the key here. So this, what Carl says, this is stage one. And what we're going to be covering as we go through the week is then moving that information into here. So this is what we're going to be talking about tomorrow uh, in more detail. Mm -hmm. uh, I Absolutely. Because the, 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 there's pros and cons of both. Because the challenge of this means, it, I mean, having this in mind first means you're going to restrict what you write down here. Whereas we, we like you to know about this because the overall course, and we like to show you what the end product looks like as well. So, uh, you know, we're, we're taking you to a path from A to B as well on the idea of course creation is we'll then be sharing with you. Once you get to that stage, how do you put this into your entire course? What does the entire course look like? Um, and again, it's, it's with the end in mind, but the first stage is really just getting down as much information within each, each step as possible. And then we'll go down another process of elimination. Um, mm -hmm. that, that will come as we go through the week as well. So the first part, I guess, is almost like a download, a download of everything you have in your mind around those steps using the prompts that Carl shared. What does success look like? Methods, tools, skills, stories, facts and figures, research. Um, when uh, maybe a personal share, maybe a case study that you know mm -hmm. you've 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 seen, you've experienced uh, co common misconceptions, myths, stumbling blocks, objections, uh, people who are skeptical, uh, and then how did you personally break through these blocks? That's some ideas to help prompt the things that you're going to write down. Um, in terms of your download session and getting it all down to paper. 
I think that's the mm-hmm. that's the real core message here. And it doesn't matter if you write it down or you do it on a document. That's that's irrelevant at this stage. Whatever's more comfortable for you. Yeah, um, and once you've done this first stage, I personally I find this really helpful. Again, everyone's post is going to be different, but I put those notes away for a day or two. I go for a walk. I kind of forget about mm. them, and then when I come come back to this scrawly um, page full of notes. It's almost as if I didn't write them. It's all, almost as if I have fresh eyes on them. And that allows me to move on to the next stage, which is editing. Um, because when you have fresh eyes, when you are disconnected from the moment at which you wrote them, it's a lot easier to start going through it like, nope, 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 nope. So the next thing we're recommending you do is, yeah, you get everything down on paper um, based on this prompt. And then just let it sit and put it away for a while. And that's going to be really useful when we move into the next stage. And that's that's going to be tomorrow, the actual editing process. Mm. Um, so for now, the, state, the step or the extra step would be to, to step back from the notes just for just for a little while. Yeah, and, and, and when I read the book, Why We Sleep, it was like fascinating to know the power of sleeping on something, sleeping on an idea, sleeping on your notes, your, your download, because that process of sleeping, I didn't realize it, it's where we go through a process, depending on what stage of sleep you're in, in that night, of it, we start to compartmentalize this information and we start to create almost these memory stores where we, right, that, that stuff I wrote down there suddenly gets compartmentalized, gets stored in the memory. Then when I come back and look at it on day two or day three, I can start to see how all of these things start to to blend together. How does this story align with this fact and figure? How does this fact, fact or figure or this chart align with um, my description of it? It all starts to make a lot more sense. And also the opposite happens, which is, what the hell is this? I mean, this has nothing to do with- Yeah, why, the, the, why did I write this? Yeah. Yeah, why did I write this? has which nothing to do with the original problem statement, which is why we, although we ask you to download everything, the focus is it still remains on that original thing that we spoke about at the start of today's show, where it's I'm solving this problem. I want to show my audience and my tribe how to do this. Um, I want to take them from A to B. Um, so don't mm-hmm. be alarmed. I think if you see stuff and you're like, "What the hell is this?" That's great. That's the whole point of going for the walk, uh, stepping away from the page, uh, having that couple of nights sleep or whatever whatever is needed uh, to come it's back allowing the unconscious. yeah we let the unconscious process it so um, there were people like pascal who was a uh, uh mathematician he yeah. would go for walks he, he would sit there uh, all morning working on a mathematical product uh, problem and he would know when he's hit the limit and he would go for a long walk and by the time he came back from walk, it would be done um, yeah and it's the same with sleep and it also uh, you've probably experienced this. Everyone does. Um, we tend to have our best uh, ideas in the shower. You know, shower thoughts, shower moments. It's because our conscious mind is busy showering, and our unconscious mind is allowed to just do its thing. And that's when you know we remember something that we'd forgotten, or uh, pieces of of a puzzle fall into place. We're going to mm. allow. We're going to allow as a an action step. We're going to allow inactivity. We're going to allow our unconscious unconscious. Um, a little bit of time, a little bit of space to sort out or start to begin this sorting out process of what we've written down. And then tomorrow, and the next step is going to be the conscious editing. We're basically going to get everything. Um, I like to use post-its, but 
it's up to you. We're going to get everything and start to shuffle it around and sort it into clumps and then start distilling it from there. But give your give your brain a few days to do that anyway. Yeah. And, and if you're thinking, oh, what? what you, but the six most successful people never did this. Well, there's I've got a book on the bookshelf where, and the listeners can correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Beethoven who would uh, put together his music um, when he was in the bath and the idea will come to him mid bath. He would jump out the bath as, as, as this thing is written, he'll jump out the bath, the water will be flowing everywhere. He'll walk straight into his bedroom, dripping, um, naked with water, write down the note and then get back to the bath. Like that's, uh, well, we're not saying you don't, you have to do that, but what we're saying mm-hmm. is the process of stepping away and allowing yourself to, uh, unconsciously process will help the end product massively because I, we do appreciate that creating your first course can be overwhelming for you as well. We're talking about maybe 20 years, 30 years, becoming an expert in your field uh, and your topic and your area of expertise. Now we're saying, hey, we need to get that down to three steps to five steps. Um, And as an entry level uh, product to share with the world what your what your expertise is, and that can be quite overwhelming. So there's some hopefully there's some tools, some methodology, some structures, some different concepts and ideas to think about off the back of today's show. But the mm-hmm. biggest thing, if there's, if we move on to the to-do part, would be get it, get it all down. Follow that process that Carla said today and get it all down on paper. That's the most important part. And the next step, which I'll give you a snapshot, will come tomorrow, will come the day after. Yeah. So we've talked about a lot today. Um, mm. I think if we just say go and write a course, it's too big a task. So what mm. we're trying to do is give you a step-by-step framework. We're trying to give you a system um, by which to create a course. Um, and some of these things sound quite obvious, especially if you've written a course or written any kind of um, uh, creative work before. But this is a framework we find works really well. Um, so what we've done is we're starting by making sure we have a very definite um, A to B. We're taking people from A, where they are now, to B. What is A? What is B? That's the first thing we need to know. We need that written down, stuck on the wall. Then we broke that down into steps. Okay, if you're at A, how do you get to B? There's going to be uh, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, step six, step seven, step eight, step nine, step ten. Initially, we're like, oh, there's too many steps. So we asked you to, okay, can we get rid of one? Yeah, I can get rid of one. Can you get rid of two? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then we pass that down until we get to three to five steps um, from A to B. So we remove them one at a time. And then from that, we've got a system. We, we can create a very easy to follow framework that can be followed by other people, mm. regardless of the situation. Absolutely. Each of those steps, so steps one, two, and three between A and B, is going to become a module in the course that we're going to be producing okay so if you on a very basic level if you have three steps it's going to be three videos or three lessons that you deliver nice and simple nothing complex here then we brainstormed on one piece of paper per module um, per step we've brainstormed all the different things that we could talk about in that particular um, lesson um, we give you some prompts about what does success look like, methods, tools, skills, uh, stories, anecdotes, fact figures, research, um, 
your personal story, how you work this out yourself, stumbling blocks and overcoming stumbling blocks. Use these as prompts plus add anything extra you want. You might want to add in quotes. You might want to uh, talk about what famous business people or famous people in your field have uh, done case mm. studies, for example, up to you. We've just given you some prompts. Get it all down on paper, one piece of paper per uh, step. Fantastic. And then tomorrow, we're going to be going into the process of how you edit it down and how you start to structure this into a lesson. So for now, take those bits of paper, put them away for a bit and allow your unconscious a bit of time to uh, to work through it all. It seems like you're not working, you are. Um, your brain is doing very hard work, even if you're not sitting there scribbling. Um, and it's going to make the creative process a lot easier further down the line. Absolutely. So that's, I mean, that's a fantastic summary. Um, the to-do is very simple. Get that stuff down on paper within each step. Uh, we've given you a, a glimpse of what the next stages are going to be and, and the structures and how we're going to start to form it. Um, but the most important thing right now is to download that information uh, and then rest on it, uh, be inactive on it, and then look at it with fresh eyes. So it's fantastic. Okay, so that's today's show. Um, on another note, um, on week two of the BBO show, uh, we realized that COVID-19 is going on, lockdown is going on, and people's personal situations and circumstances have just changed drastically. I, I think there's nobody who's not been affected by this uh, in some way or the other. So um, Carl started a research process of researching, which started at 100 different ways, then it became 200, and now it's 300 different ways of generating income online uh, within four categories. No skill within the English education language and leveraging that for writing and things like that. Then the fact language. English language, that's the category. Uh, professional skills, anything from HR, accountancy, things like that. And then also creative skills, graphics, art, uh, creative writing. And within those categories, there's lots of different links and companies you can hook up into to start to generate cash online. Some is tiny amounts, some is really chunky amounts, and some is also passive, which is amazing. So to access that list, there's two ways to do it. Number one, in the list, in the description below, there's a link which gives you access to a, almost a public spreadsheet, which has the name, the link, and how difficult it is, and how much money you can expect to make from it, from a symbol, which is like $1 all the way to $4, a, a symbol, which highlights and uh, determines how much you'll get paid for it. So that's a list that's got over 300 different ways on it. In addition to that, what some people prefer is our commentary on each specific category and our sort of pros and cons. Uh, that has been compiled and been published as an ebook. Uh, Kyle, wondering if you can pull me off and just load it up so people can actually see it on Amazon. Uh, it's available on Amazon and it's 200 plus different ways to make money online whilst working from home. And if you're in the UK, it's less than a pound. I'm looking at it right now and it's in the US is $1.22 for Kindle version and you can get it instantly. So hopefully that helps any financial situation you're in. But also if you have a whole bunch more time and want to generate some more cash, then this is a, an amazing way to do it. So oh, we can actually just bring it up on the side here. Mm, there we go. So that's the book. To access the book, the link is in the description below. 
And like I said, it, I think it's like nine, there we go, $99 as it appears on Kyle's page there. So it's 200 different ways to make money online whilst working from home. And as you work through that book, you can then come and chat to us in the Slack group uh, and say, look, what's your thoughts on this? Or I started this, this is working great for me. Maybe you can help somebody else out in the community because you started to make some cash from this particular ebook. Um, so there it is. That's for you. It's practically free. Uh, click it, enjoy the book. And it'll be hopefully one of the first within this series of guides that we'll be publishing under the uh, BBO show, Building Businesses Online. This is a special work from home guide for you. There we go. Here's an inside, inside look at what we've got. So the contents page is there. Um, we talk about the baton model. We've got all this. It's a pretty chunky book. It, it really, really is. And all the links are there in the Kindle ebook. So you can quickly click a link. It will open up in your web browser and there's no messing around. You can start to access that cash straight, straight away. And this is anything from surveys, things people know, surveys, everything from renting out your broadband and getting paid passively for it, renting out your computer processing power. Amazing. Mystery shopping. Uh, they got bandwidth rental, transcriptions, proofreading and editing, uh, also accessing a 300 million person marketplace, which is a Chinese audience who want to learn how to speak English. How do you access websites to go teach them how to speak English from the comfort of your own home? So much, so much, so much there. Um, amazing. So anyway, I thought I'll share that with you um, because if we can help you generate some extra crap cash from creating a business uh, whilst sitting at home, if we can help you generate more cash while sitting at home, that's a bonus alongside building the businesses, alongside putting together a course, maybe we're talking about this week, an expert funnel, or maybe you're a yoga instructor, yoga instructor in week one, and you want to get your business offline to online as quick as possible. Whew, I was running out of oxygen as I was talking about that. <laughs> I'm on the wrong side, but... That's yeah. all good. We're in the last five seconds. Great. Yeah, awesome. so that... Uh... It's only 99 cents or gosh, 60p or something like that. So we've made it as cheap as possible on Amazon um, because you cannot set it to free. Otherwise, we would. Um, so hopefully that's a useful resource for people out there. Absolutely. And give us some reviews. We, we published it a few days ago and we haven't got any uh, reviews yet. So that would help us out a lot. Yeah, that would help. That means it, it, what it helps us because who doesn't want great reviews, but also it means... Amazon says this book is awesome and it gets it visible to more people, which means more people can be sitting at home generating cash using these methods as well. Because the reality is many people just don't know this existed. Uh, we had to go on a research project to actually identify some of these. Uh, and some of them are just hidden gems, like getting paid to rent out your broadband, um, things like that. Awesome. So that's the end of today's show. We'll see you tomorrow to keep talking about how to build out this course, uh, your first ever course within your expert funnel business. Great. Thanks for listening to the BBO show and we'll see you tomorrow.